Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. The Building Better Business podcast is the best place to learn how to take your business to the next level. It's no longer enough to earn good profits. You need to develop a network of connections as well as use all types of marketing to your advantage that will put you over the edge. Hosted by me, Steve Eschbach, a financial executive with decades of experience in dealing with businesses and business people, we'll learn how this all comes together. Join me and my expert guests as we delve into the many facets of owning the business and how to become a good, caring business owner. Listen how making a difference in your community can attract all sorts of clientele, which in turn will build you a better business. Greetings of the day, my fellow listeners, and welcome to another edition of Building Better Businesses. I am your host, Steve Eschbach. I am the owner of Trans World Business Advisors here in Chicagoland. I am one of I believe it's now seven owners here in the Chicagoland area. Transworld Business Advisors is the largest business brokerage business in the world. We are also the fastest growing. Uh, we're going to learn a little about franchises today with my guest, uh, who is Josh York. We'll introduce him in a second. Uh, but we are the fastest growing business brokerage franchise in the world. Basically, what I do is I uh, confidentially assist sellers sell their business and match them with uh, qualified buyers. We're going to learn a little bit about building better businesses from my guest today. I am delighted to have Josh York, who is the founder and CEO of Gym Guys. And what particularly interests me about our guest today is that he's one of a few of my guests that has actually taken a franchise from startup to he's now expanded to, let's see, 251 locations across 30 states and three countries. So he's the founder and CEO of Gym Guys. And I'm not going to describe what that business is because I'm going to let the uh, the owner tell us a better story about uh, Gym Guys. So first of all, Josh, thanks for joining us here today. And tell me a little bit about what Gym Guys is today. Thank you very much for having me, Stephen. Yes. So I am the founder and CEO of Gym Guys. And what do we do? Well, we bring the workout to you. We come in our fully loaded van, stocked with enough equipment to provide you a fantastic workout, 365 days a year, backed by our three C's, convenient, customized, and creative workouts. We service clients anywhere from their home, office, pool, park, place of worship, hospital, senior homes, assisted living facilities, you name it. And we come to you and help change your life. And that's what we do. And it's a great thing. As I always like to say, it's great to make a living, but it's great to make a difference. And we make a difference every single day. And, um, you know, without sounding insensitive, you know, the pandemic has really helped us because it's, you know, the consumers have really changed the behavior and understand that convenience is everything. And, um, you know, a lot of people have sampled our service during the pandemic. And I like to compare the sampling to a brownie sundae. I love brownie sundaes. And when you take a bite, what's going to happen? You're going to take another bite and people have tried our service and they're taking bites left and right up and down. They're running around the block and look, we change lives. That's what we do. And uh, we service over 750 cities in the United States. Uh, we're about to enter into our fourth country, which is going to be the UAE. And we're working on closing another deal now in Saudi Arabia. So we will be adding a couple new countries this year. It's super exciting. We just went into Costco. We got a lot of great things going on and I do not drink coffee. My energy is like this 24 7 365. 
Well, that sounds so good. There's nothing, I, I cannot deny that there's a little bit of passion inside of you. So that sounds so good. But we're going to get more into that because I like the concept of bringing the gym to you. And I need to understand that a little bit better. But first, I want to rewind the videotape. So you are a large franchise, 12 years in existence. Gym Guys has been expanding like crazy. Tell me a little bit about your childhood. Where were you born and raised? What kind of upbringing did you have? Any type of family influence to get you to where you are today? Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so I was, you know, I was born in New York, you know, grew up in New High Park. And, uh, you know, as a young kid, I always had that entrepreneurial bug. You know, I used to like just pull out things in my garage and sell them at, at the end of my driveway. I was always shoveling snow. I used to literally pull plant, pl plants out, flowers, and try to sell them house to house. I was always doing, people would call them weird things. At a young age, but I like I like to be weird. Weird is actually normal in my book because normal doesn't work and different does. And um, I was just always aggressive, you know, always a early riser. To this day, I still I'm up at three forty four every single day. I, I get up no matter what, you know. I jump in my ice bath every day at twenty five degrees. I'm a big man of consistency. And growing up, you know, I really didn't have a lot of. Um, support from my parents. I actually had a very horrible life growing up, um, but I only, focus on positive. I only focus on positives. I take negative signs and I slice them right down the center because you know what? You should get a, you should invest in the mirror and look at it every day because that's the only person you're up against is the one you're looking in the mirror. That's it. And that's how I live my life. And you know what? Positivity wins and uh, you got to be happy, right? Good for you. That's the right attitude to have. And uh, so I'm going to get a sense, or I'm not going to get a sense. I get a sense that you have not had any corporate background. It's all been entrepreneurial from the get-go, even as a child, right? No corporate background. I've had more jobs than you could possibly ever imagine. And uh, honestly, I'm horrible at school, horrible at school, but I'm very good at figuring things out. So what were your uh, what were your academic, what would you focus on academically through grammar school, high school? And I'm assuming you went to college, but I'm not sure about that. I did. I went to college. I got my bachelor's degree because, it, you know, they say you have to do that. And I have my thoughts on that. Um, I think college is a college is a big waste of time, in my opinion. I would have started my business a lot earlier. But um, socially, it's great socially, you know, and I'm not saying it doesn't teach you some things, but like this is a lot of waste in college. You know, they should be teaching you about building relationships. They should be teaching you about so many different things that you don't learn in life. And, um, you know, I used to remember when I used to sit in class. I used to always wonder, these people would tell me they're going to teach me to be successful. I used to always wonder what was in their bank account. You know, like yeah. I'd love to see their financials, you know, but, you know, uh, I just always did things, you know, just very general. You know, I never had like a, a major when I went to college. I, I did business as a major, but I, I honestly went into a deep depression. You know, I used to just drive around in my car, not knowing what I wanted to do in my life because I just had no direction. My friends are all working in these successful careers and I'm taking naps at like two in the afternoon. I didn't know what I wanted to do. And um, I've literally worked everywhere. And I've always loved personal training, but, you know, personal training, you know, trainers and doctors are exactly the same, right? A doctor without patients is unemployed and a trainer without clients is unemployed, but yeah. no one's ever been able to ever scale personal training. No one's ever professionalized it. No one's ever franchised it and no one's ever professionalized the in-home model. So I'm the first to do it. I'm the first to franchise it. You know, we started franchising in 2014 and, you know, I just started literally out of my parents' dining room with one van. I saved up $15,000. I spent everything. I left myself with a couple grand just to cover expenses for two weeks. I literally went in do or die. I had to, I had to make it work. And like, and don't take this in the wrong way, but I like the way I say this is like, I win no matter what, like 
I play, I play to win. Like I will do whatever I have to take to win. Like I want to crush people. Like I want to literally rip them apart. I wouldn't do it obviously, but I just do whatever I got to do to win. And I will never take no for an answer. Okay. You know, I told you, I just got into Costco, Steven. Yep. Four years, okay? Four years of being told no. Four years. And I was so consistent every first day of the month of each quarter. I got the chief operating officer of the company's phone number and I called him every single month. I never missed a month. And you know, when you just know someone doesn't want to talk to you, it's like so uncomfortable through the phone that you feel the energy every time. But you know what? You just got to keep doing it. That's it. And that's why I become friends with people like Phil Knight, who's a good friend of mine, and, uh, you know, Gary Vaynerchuk and other people. And, you know, I've literally breaking bread with the best entrepreneurs in the world. And I've had the best entrepreneurs in the world on my podcast. And um, there's just the similarities are all the same. So here's a funny story I'll share with you. You talk about four years and you're getting in the door with Costco. There was a woman consultant that I dealt with in investor relation, and it took her six years for her to get me to get me as a client of hers six years, but we work together in various other forums. So persistence does pay off. So congratulations on that. Thank and you very also, much. She also is the wife of the uh, CEO of uh, Stanley Black and Decker. And that's how my son got a job there. So that goes to show you the power of networking. But let's go to your dining room table 12 years ago. Okay, you're there and you got this thought in your mind. Somewhere a light bulb went off that you're going to start this business. It's going to be in home fitness. Where did all that come from? How did that come about? Yeah. So I, um, I, you know, I left college and they say, you know, you got to get a nine to five job, right? That's what you're supposed to do. Well, you know, I have my thoughts on that too. And, um, you know, I was personal training and I was doing very well. I was making hundreds of thousands of dollars a year as a personal trainer, but you can't personal train when you're 50 years old. So, and you might think I'm crazy when I tell you this, but I literally left that, gave it all up to take a job at 45 grand a year. Wow. And here I am working in the most negative environment you could possibly ever imagine. Like when you walk in our headquarters, like it, you get hit so hard with energy. It's just unbelievable. Everyone loves it here because culture wins. I'm in this negative environment. I said, I cannot be here anymore. My passion is fitness. I'm going back to train people. I'll figure things out. Every no gets me closer to a yes. I had to build up all my clientele all over again. And one day, one of my clients came in late and just said, Josh, I really wish you could just come to my house. I don't have equipment. And I was just like, that just like stuck with me. And I was just like, wow, this is like, this is like the most simplest idea. No one's ever thought of this. No one's ever professionalized it. And I just said, I'm going to create the largest fitness brand in the world. We are going to disrupt the entire fitness industry. And we're going to bring the workout to you. Came up with uh -huh. the name Jim. Yeah. Yeah. Came up with the name Gym Guys. Gym Guys is an acronym. It stands for Get You Motivated, Goals Uniquely Yours, Zero Excuses. If you look up the definition of guys in a dictionary, it refers to a group of people. And think about it. Even women, they're like, what are you guys doing tonight? What do you know? It's like that little, that slangy term. And uh, obviously red, red represents power. I am all about power. And um, I literally just started every single day. I was working 17, 18 hours a day, seven days a week. Every single day, my friends, I remember on July 4th, my friends are hanging out at barbecues. I was driving the van. I was putting out materials and I had no money, right? I didn't know. Facebook was just becoming a thing. I had no money for Google ads. I did this all by grinding every single day, seven days a week. Next thing you know, my van is completely filled. I'm like, oh my God, like this is like, I'm really onto something. Next van, next van, next van, next van. And I was like, all right, now we're ready to franchise. 
That was always part of the plan from day one. You have to have a vision. If you don't have a vision and if you don't take out an imaginary blank canvas and paint what you see on that on that canvas, you will never succeed. You will never succeed. I never had a business plan. I never literally wrote something out. It was all right here. And you just get better with time, right? It's just like anything else. Absolutely. So quick question. Tell me about how you bring the workout to your clients' homes. Are you literally having equipment in a van and you're hauling it into the house? Then they work out. You think about how does that all work? That is correct. So, you know, we have 300 over 365 pieces of equipment in each vehicle. And, um, you know, we're not carrying like extremely heavy pieces of equipment. You know, we have certified personal trainers that are nationally accredited that, you know, are super skilled and, you know, their first assessment, they're getting really assessed based on their levels. So we're customizing a program for them based on their goals. And, you know, we bring in what we need that day and we have everything from weights, body bars, pool equipment, cardio equipment, kickboxing equipment, agility equipment, stuff for yoga, core training. We have everything thing on that vehicle and we bring it into you and um you know i could sit here for hours telling you stories of the people we've helped it, it, it's unbelievable and it's really special yeah let's go back more to your business now you decided and this was from the get-go that you were going to franchise your model right yes tell me about that thought process because most people when they start a business they have no idea that the franchise model exists but you had that from the get-go how did that come about my awareness level is just out of control. I'm just always very aware of everything. I pay attention to everything. And I've always been aware of the franchise model. And I just, you know, I like franchising because, you know, you can always, you could do it on your own. But the great thing about franchising is you're allowed to bring other great minds in because, you know, I like to always say fly high with the Eagles and low with the egos. And you should never have an ego. And I don't have all the answers. You don't have all the answers. No one has all the answers. But if you could bring in great people with other great minds that can bring other great ideas to the table, you can grow much faster and be more powerful. And that's exactly why I love franchising. And that's why I got into it. So tell me a little bit about your uh, your beginnings. Uh, I'm sure you had some lessons learned. What did you, what, what were some of the biggest encounters that you overcame to get you where you are today? Oh my God. I don't know how much time you have, man. We could be sitting here for the next freaking 20 weeks. We can have you back. Uh, I literally was in a casino one night. I almost put my life savings on red just to make payroll. I suffered from cash flow issues for over 10 years. I never paid myself more than $30,000 a year ever for literally over 10 years. I've been through more pain than you could possibly imagine. People like to talk about success. I'm going to tell you what success is. Painful. It's painful. And listen, I'm friends with billionaires, okay? I know what success is. (laughs) I know what it takes to get there. It's painful. And if you don't have the right mindset, If your mind doesn't overpower your feelings, you will die. It's very simple. But from cash flow issues to lawsuits to, you know, I've had trainers break things in homes. I once had a a trainer literally break $350,000 piece of art in one of my clients' homes. I will never forget that call. I could tell you stories for hours, man. It's just, I've learned everything from making mistakes, from ordering, you know, marketing equipment, uh, marketing material without actually thoroughly reading it through or getting a second set of eyes on it, making a mistake and forgetting one digit. I've done it all. I've done it all. But you know what? You have to be willing to fail. Failure is a very important component to success. And I've lost hundreds of thousands of dollars probably over the years of business. But you know what? You got to look at it as like water running. You can't, you got to almost pretend like it's not real because you have to make those mistakes to learn because I wouldn't change anything because every single thing I've done, I've learned from and I would never make those mistakes again. 
Yeah, I would argue, too, that the money you may have lost with those failures are basically a quasi tuition in learning. Yes. So, so basically, and, and I've heard time and time again, I'm sure you have too, Josh, is that you've got to sp- spend money to make money. You and scared money really, does not make you money. Right. I agree. I agree. And the other concept that you're talking about, too, is surround yourself with people that are smarter than you, particularly in the area that you're not as smart as. And I don't mean smart. I mean, you don't have the time to become that subject matter expert. You're probably not a lawyer. You probably are not an accountant, but you have people on your team that I'm sure does that for you and your franchise. Data systems. I'm sure you're you're into your personal trainer. You want to get in and work with the people. Well, you're not going to design a CRM system or a a database that's going to get you to the next level. You bring people in that can help you do that. Am I right about that? Yes, 100% correct. You have to, I hear people talk about focusing on their weaknesses. That is by far the stupidest thing I've ever heard. And I can't stand when people say that because you need to delegate your weaknesses and focus on your strengths. And I know what lane I rock in and that's the lane I'd never get out of. And I bring in very smart people. Look, I've been mentored by Fred DeLuca, the founder of Subway. May he rest in peace. I could tell you stories of things I've done to meet these people. When everyone else is sitting in these seminars, I went after the people who are the people. And I'm just very creative how I do it. And I've learned so much. That's what's gotten me to where I am today. And trust me, that's come with a lot of problems. And I still experience issues every single day. I still put out fires every single day. But you know what? People say, what keeps you up at night? Nothing. I sleep fine every night. I have no problems. I'm fine. I know how to separate it because I have the most powerful mind you will ever encounter in your life. And you have to put yourself through pain. And that's why I'm very big on fitness because being an entrepreneur is great, but being able to build a bicep is very different than someone who can't build a bicep. And when you could put yourself through pain, because what happens is when people work out, they know that they're going to experience pain, right? They know it. But as soon as they experience pain in anything else in life, they fold like cheap chairs, You have to be able to understand that pain is part of the plan. And that's why I like to do, I I do a lot of uncomfortable things on a daily basis that most people would never do. And, and honestly, I take, I take, when people call me crazy, I take it as the the highest compliment I can ever get, to be honest with you. You know, people call me a type A personality. I call type C crazy. And uh, that's really what you have to be. You have to be obsessed. You have to be so confident in yourself. You have to be your biggest fan because you're going to get lots of negativity. People are going to tell you you can't do it. You can do whatever you want to do, but you have to believe in yourself more than anyone else does. Totally agree. So the world may not know that when you are going to buy a franchise, you have what they call a franchise discovery day and they meet your team. And I would imagine that franchisee candidates are going to come in and meet with you. Is that correct? That is correct. Yes. So what's the message you give any franchisee coming in the door to talk to you about opening up a a gym guys franchise? What are three things you tell them that they've got to do to be successful? I tell them number one, The first thing is you need to be very, very impatient with action and you need to be patient with results. That's number one. Number two, I asked them if they all brush their teeth twice a day. And I say, if you don't, please leave the room because that's disgusting. And they all laugh. But I say, why do you brush your teeth twice a day? And they say, because you're supposed to. I say, why? I said, why don't you stop brushing them for the next eight weeks? What happens? Oh, you're you're, going to have big problems. Yeah. You have to be consistent every single day, just like you are with brushing your teeth every single day. And the most important days are the days when you don't want to do it. You just do it. And the last thing I tell them is 80% mindset, 20% tactical. You have to develop the right mindset. And if you want to win, you got to be a hungry animal because if you're not hungry, someone like me is going to come in and eat your food every single time. And that 
is how you become successful. Absolutely. Tell me, you had three C's in your opening commentary. What were your three C's? Convenient, customized, and creative workouts. Okay. So I had four C's when I did my job in investor relations. My job was to train CEOs to effectively communicate to Wall Street. I had four C's. You had to be clear. You had to be concise. You had to be confident. And you had to be convincing. So I'm going to add your three to that. If I get too many, then I got to stop adding C's to this. (laughs) But I mean, simple is more effective than being too long-winded, but your points are well taken. And and I'm telling you, you are right. Only Yogi Berra got it wrong when he said, he said something about baseball is 90% physical and 50% mental or something like that. But the fact of the matter is a business owner has got to do a lot with A, relating to people, uh, delegating to those that can do certain things better than they can. And there's probably more to that. But unfortunately, we're at the end of our time period. I don't know if our questions and answers had covered every message you wanted to give our audience, primarily business owners, buyers of businesses. What Anything we didn't cover that you wanted to make sure our audience knows about? No, just uh, I'll leave it one last thing. Results don't work unless you do. There you go. You got to put the effort in to get the results. That is definitely for sure. So the last question, where can we go to find out more about you, Josh? More about gym guys? Where do you want them to go to find out? If you want to find out about me, you could just Google handsome and I just pop up right away. I'm all, I'm on every single page. Um, no, you could, you could just go, go to gymguys.com. You can go to my personal website, joshyorkgg.com. You could just type in Google my name and I'll pop up, but, um, gymguys.com. And, uh, yeah, thank you very much for having me, Stephen. This was great. Oh, please. This was great. Thank you so much. And, uh, I tell you, I am always going to have to take a shower with all that enthusiasm coming at me. I think I got a little tired myself. So thanks for my workout today. I appreciate it. And listeners, thank you for joining us again for another edition of Building Better Businesses. Thank you and have a good day. The Building Better Business podcast is the best place to learn how to take your business to the next level. It's no longer enough to earn good profits. You need to develop a network of connections as well as use all types of marketing to your advantage that will put you over the edge. Hosted by me, Steve Eschbach, a financial executive with decades of experience in dealing with businesses and business people, we'll learn how this all comes together. Join me and my expert guests as we delve into the many facets of owning the business and how to become a good, caring business owner. Listen how making a difference in your community can attract all sorts of clientele, which in turn will build you a better business.